Hello and welcome to Journey With Me, the podcast where the journey is greater than the destination. I, of course, am your host, Holly Harris. So today I want to get started on uh, what I mentioned last episode as it relates to the roadblocks that can keep us from the faith. The first of which is uh, doubt, of course. Uh, in fact, according to pewforum.org in uh, 2014, 63% of adults who were polled were absolutely certain of God's existence, which was down from 71% in 2007. Okay. In addition, generally, younger millennials are less likely to believe in God with absolute certainty. So one may ask, why the decline? Um, I know just in my own journey of faith um, towards God, it has not been easy, you know, for me at times. And I have found myself at points in my life and on my journey uh, questioning his existence as well. Um, you know, if you know, you took a poll of even Christians, you know, uh, um, I'm not the only one. Uh, I'm sure more than myself would say, uh, would agree that they themselves at points in their life and in their journey, and maybe even now, um, have moments to where they doubt, um, if God is real, if they doubt, um, you know, whether he loves them, whether he hears them. Um, and so today, this is what this episode is about, just kind of touching on some of the things that brings that doubt uh, up into our minds and into our hearts and, you know, trying to address it. And so the f- number one thing uh, that I have heard and that I have also experienced has been the question, if he exists, why do bad things happen? Okay, that is like the number one thing uh, that most people ask when um, presented with whether or not God exists um, and if they're on the fence about it. That's one of the first things that they say. And I'm not even going to lie. You know, I've had my own um, moments in time. I remember one time in particular, uh, you guys have heard me talk about college a, a lot because uh, a lot of the people that I've had uh, come on and do testimonies, uh, I'm, I've known since then. Um, I really met a family when I went to college and we still kind of keep in touch with everyone. Um, but with that being said, I believe it was maybe um, about a year or two after college Um when we heard that a close friend that we were in school with passed away. Now she had a a, a young baby. She had a husband. Um, she was on her way uh, from church uh, and was killed in a car accident. And so it was, it, that one was a hard one for me to reconcile because I, um, she was very selfless and was in the process of building, um, some things. And all of a sudden her life was snuffed out just like that. And so that was, uh, a moment to where I, I did begin to question, okay, God, you know, why did this happen? Would lead me to doubt him as a result. Um, temporarily in that moment, um, because it was just hard for my heart to conceive. It was hard for my heart to reconcile this. Um, and so it's definitely, uh, something that, um, that can lead you in that direction. And so I can perfectly understand that sentiment of why do bad things happen? And, um, 
But one of the things that I have uh, learned on my journey, uh, simply because I have, you know, lost more people, um, you know, the longer I've been on this earth is um, to see death a different way. God has taught me to see death uh, differently because he doesn't see death the same way that we see it. Now it is, it's painful. Don't get me wrong. It is painful, but for him, death is not final for us. It is because we no longer have that person in our presence, but to him, it is not final. And also is uh, accepting the fact that God exists, but bad things still do happen. Um, I believe I'm not sure where um, we may have gotten the idea that God is supposed to take everything bad away. Um, But it's something that, and it could be just a, a cultural thing, you know, us living in America, being in a nation to where we are over-medicated, over-inundated, um, where we're overly medicated, where we're overly inundated with um, messages about ourselves. It can, you know, lead us to believe that everything should be right in our world, uh, in the world in which we um uh, exist in, uh, that everything, that nothing bad is supposed to happen, especially if we are a good person, especially if we are a believer, especially if we are uh, doing all of the right things, we have created this idea that nothing bad is supposed to happen. And unfortunately, that just is not the truth. Um, even when you read the Bible, God never promised that we would be trouble free. What he did promise is that he would be with us through it all. And on top of that, we share some of the responsibility in um, ensuring that a lot of these bad things don't happen. And what I mean by that is free will. Um God has given us dominion in the earth. And so as a result we have an obligation, we have a responsibility to make decisions that that do not infringe on the free will of our neighbors. Um, you know, for example, if you are um, a, a company uh, to where you uh, make plastics or you make certain materials, but you ignore environmental um, rules and you dump everything into the town's drinking water. And then as a result, you know, people end up with cancer or these, these power plants or just the things that, that man-made that we created that has inadvertently, um, created an environment, uh, where it's toxic for us to breathe the air, where we're putting, you know, stuff in food that should not go in food. It leads to us kind of reaping innocent people, reaping the consequences of someone else's actions. And so we share uh, the majority of the responsibility when it comes to um, ensuring that these bad things don't happen. So, but a lot of times whenever they happen, the first person we blame is God instead of looking inward or seeing what other factors played a role in this thing happening. So 
Definitely. You know, I know what it feels like to be there and to wonder why a certain thing happened and to actually question, you know, God about it or question if he even exists as a result of it happening. But we have to take stock on the responsibility we as a collective, we as a society, we as a nation, we as a world played in order to bring it about. Okay. And so that leads me to, um, the second thing that can uh, lead us to doubt, um, and that is faith versus logic. Um, God is not something you can see. It's not, he's not someone that can be proven. Um, you know, he's very, it, in he's endless. And so it's one of those things that we can't measure down, that we can't nail down. And a lot of times as human beings, we are people who look for answers that we can measure. Uh, we look for things that we can prove. We look for things that are tangible. Um, but God is all about the intangible. And so sometimes that, um, within our minds, it's hard for us to grasp the concept of faith because it is the the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You know, when it, when I first read that definition um, early on, you know, in the Bible, I, it took me a while to understand that, you know, how is it the evidence of things not seen, you know? <laughs> so it's, you know, it, it's something to wear. It's, it's intangible. Um, and God is definitely something that can can't be proven, but he can only be experienced by first applying faith and going on a journey with him. So, so that's the second thing. And then, uh, number three, uh, can be you pray to him and nothing happened. I've definitely had this happen in my life on uh, some occasions to where I've prayed and especially early on. And I was like, okay, does he even hear me? Is he even real? You know, would be the first thing I would go to because my prayer was not answered. And again, that goes back to um, the type of culture that we've created to where we feel as though um, God is someone to answer to our uh, beck and call or, you know, it's all about our world. It's all about us and, and, and having the best life that we could possibly have. Um, and you know, God is, is the genie that grants all of my wishes and desires. And so, you know, it kind of goes back to that whole mentality, you know, uh, whenever you pray and you don't get the answer right away, you know, sometimes it takes more than prayer. Sometimes your answer has been held up and, and maybe you have to incorporate fasting or maybe you have to keep on seeking him because he wants you to go deeper in him. Or maybe it's just a flat out no, um, you know, and, and, and that could be why there is no answer. Um, and so, but a lot of times when we don't hear, either we stop petitioning him or we go in the direction in which we, um, want to go in. Like if he, if you're, you know, praying specifically for direction and he doesn't answer, then we just go our own way versus waiting versus praying and continuing to seek more. And so definitely I have had that happen and understand that sentiment, um, but it does all go back to um, the ideology that we have created in our society uh, to where it's all about me. It's all about, you know, what I want, um, you know, 10 steps to your next miracle, <laughs> uh, you know, seven steps to become rich. You know, we have created, you know, this society to where 
our focus is on ourselves. And so naturally we would gravitate to, um, just completely shunning, um, God's existence. If, you know, our prayers are not, you know, God forbid our prayers are not answered. So that that's number three. And then number four, quite frankly, is confusion. Um, I believe just the many options that have been presented to people, um, has led to confusion on whether or not God even exists. Uh, because you can begin to think, um, maybe he's man-made because, okay, you know, they can't even agree on nothing. The people that do supposedly believe in God can't even believe on the way, uh, to get to him. Or there's all these different gods and all these different avenues to achieve, um, you know, uh, spiritual enlightenment, if you will. And, and some, um, some options that don't even include God at all, it would lead one to believe that God is man-made. But again, um, you know, I submit to you that God is someone who, um, is to be experienced and it starts through faith. Um, you know, everybody has a choice. Um, everybody, again, like I said, has free will. My choice is to, um, you know, believe through Jesus that that is my choice. And so that is the message that resonated with me. Um, because it allowed me to to have and to experience a relationship with God versus um doing all of these different acts and uh, you know um and works in order to quote unquote win his approval. And so that was the message that resonated with me. But you may ask, Holly, when did God become real to you? Um, I think you guys know a little bit about uh, my upbringing and uh, that my parents were, uh, maybe I didn't mention it before, but uh, my parents were pastors. So I saw a lot. And um, so, and as a result, you know, of course I went to church because I was made to, but it wasn't really real to me. Um, we had a, you know, a small family church and my siblings and I made up the choir. And so of course we would sing and, and all of that good stuff. But like I said, it was never really real to me. It was just something that I did until this one time I began to sing, um, a song that really talked about the love that God has for us. And for some reason at that moment, it resonated with me so that I began to, uh, tears just begin to fall. And so it wasn't until the message really begin to resonate with me that God himself began to resonate with me. And so that was when God became real to me is when I um, felt his presence is when uh, someone who didn't know anything about doing any of that and was not going to fake it, <laughs> began to experience um, that connection to the message. It, it uh, in turn connected me to God. And so that was one experience. Well, the first experience that I had to where he became real to me, it was through music. It was through what I loved to do. And that was how, um, my connection, uh, to him was forged. And so, but then fast forward, he began to reveal himself as I went on a journey with him. Uh, and so, 
the next time, uh, one of the next times that actually sticks out in my mind, um, that I experienced was him leading me. And, uh, that was when I was deciding which college I was going to go to. Um, initially I had gone to the college, uh, career fair day and, uh, you know, had decided on where I was going to go, had applied, had gotten in, you know, months before I was supposed to start. Uh, and then, but then something just began to feel uneasy within me. You know, I didn't know what it was, but I just knew that something Something was off about my initial selection. And so I was like, okay, let me um, revisit some other options. And I remember another option when I was going uh, through uh, the college fair day. And uh, there was another college there that really caught my eye and I took their brochure. But when I looked inside, quite frankly, I did not have the grades to get in. And so I tossed that one to the side and applied to a college I knew I could get in. Uh, But then God led me to look at the brochure again, look at the college that you don't feel as though you can get into. So I looked at the brochure. I was like, okay, Lord, I cannot get into (laughs) this place. I don't even know why I'm looking at this, you know, because this is not something uh, that I'm even qualified for. But I felt uh, him leading me saying to apply. I applied, long story short, my mother went to the mailbox. She came and, you know, uh, just lifted up the envelope to me and it said acceptance materials inside. And I just started screaming and jumping up and down. And so that was the second time that he really showed himself that sticks out in my mind, um, rather that he showed himself, um, in leading me, you know, um, so first was his presence. Second was him showing me that he was with me by leading me in the direction that he wanted me to go. Uh, The next time that sticks out into my mind was him showing me that he was a provider. And uh, I remember um, being at home, I I think it might have been fall break. And I was at home and I owed a lot of money in order to go back to school. I think I needed over $3,000. I didn't have it. My parents didn't have it. I was contemplating, well, I guess I better just go on and call it quits. And I don't know, uh, I can't even remember how this happened. My parents were uh, semi hoarders when it came to mail. And I kind of carry a little bit of that attribute where I'll pile up bail and then I'll have to, um, you know, shred all of it. I don't know why I do it. It's probably from watching them, but it's not as bad as of an issue as it used to be. Now I have a small uh, pile on my desk that I have to get rid of. But anyway, they would keep mail like uh, from it's got to be years because it was so much and it would be they would stuff stuff they would stuff it in like a um a trash bag and just put it to the side and go through it whenever but then you know when stuff gets overwhelming over time it just builds up and so for some reason we we started cleaning up and in one of the bags uh well they that had all of the mail in it we end up finding a check for exactly what I needed. I knew that was God saying, no, you're going back to school. And this was money that they didn't even know that had been sitting in the bag for months that they had gotten a check back in the mail. And it happened to be what I needed to be able to go back to school. So that was him revealing himself to me as a provider. Okay. Next time he revealed himself to me that sticks out in my mind was him 
revealing himself as a protector and showing me that prayer works. Um, this was again, happened to me when I was in college again. Um, uh, we were going, my parents were, um, escorting me back to school and they were in, uh, my parents used to drive this older model yellow Cadillac and they were in front of me and I was in my little Hyundai driving behind them and they were driving ahead of me. And all of a sudden, as we were getting onto 85, I, a vision, like, uh, literally, like if you ever watch final destination, <laughs> we, you had the vision before it happened that this happened happened to me. Uh, I had a vision of um, my parents colliding with another car on the interstate. And I just said a quick prayer and was like, you know, I can't even remember all of what I said. Literally, once we got on the interstate, we got probably maybe 30 minutes later, this car came out of nowhere and literally swerved over to where my parents were, but it missed my parents and collided with the car that was in front of my parents. That right there kind of freaked me out because I was like, oh my God, I just saw that, but it didn't happen the way I saw it because I said the prayer that quick and I saw how God intervene and how he showed me that he is a protector and that prayer works. Yeah. So that was really uh, something because just to see something happen and then to pray and then see the opposite of what I saw happen because I, you know, had the know-how to pray and God basically revealing to, to me himself in that moment as being a protector and being one who answers prayer. So again, like when I said before that God is someone who has to be experienced, he has to be experienced. And the only way to experience him, experience him is to first have the faith to believe in him. I believe it's in Hebrews where it says that without faith is it is impossible to please him because he that cometh to him must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So that was a little bit about uh, my journey in God. Um, quite frankly, God, he is my life. Um, everything that I've done, everything that I've gone through has been uh, with the goal of getting closer to who he has created me to be. So, yeah. And at this point, I have so much history with him that even when doubts arise, they are quickly uh, brought down because all I have to do is um, have a memory. All I have to do is remind myself of what he's done and what he has proven to me to be. So, yeah, I hope that that encouraged someone and gave someone hope um, or at least caused you if you um, still doubt that he exists, cause you to maybe begin to question and maybe to begin to um, dig a little deeper um, about this thing and or maybe even want to go on a journey with him for yourself. Um, but again, uh, thank you for joining me today. Um, we're going to continue in this vein uh, next week and just kind of go from there. We're going on a journey together. Um, I am doing these episodes 
episodes as it relates to the faith, um, not to try to force somebody to believe the way that I believe, but just to, you know, challenge you and to have you consider, have you considered another way? And that's basically um, what the reason is for these episodes. And if you've ever questioned uh, that he existed or um, to consider, be willing to dig deeper um, be willing to be challenged, be willing to grow um, because we're, we're in this journey together. And I'm grateful that I do have a God to lean on and to rely on. So my only objective is to share that with you. Um, but again, we all have free will and it's all up to you. And that's the beauty of life. That's the beauty of living. It's our choice. And, uh, and we live with what we decide. All right. Well, again, thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you guys for listening. Again, I know this was a touchy subject and I may have said some stuff that was hard to hear, but I hope that you heard my heart through it all. Uh, but again, thank you for joining me. Um, go and subscribe, um, go and like, share, share, share. And uh, go to Apple Podcasts if you have a moment to rate me um, and to send me up in the ranking um, so that uh, I can be more visible to other people. And uh, of course, like I said, we are on Instagram, we're on Facebook, uh, we're on YouTube, um, and I would definitely appreciate your support. Thank you guys for rocking with me um, and for continuing on this journey with me. Next week, we have our first testimony of this season. Yay, yay, yay. I'm going to have my great friend Shanita Rogers on um, to talk about um, her bouts with depression and suicidal thoughts. I know it's going to be a blessing to someone. So tune in for that next week. Uh, But again, thank you for joining me. God bless you. And until next time.